can't talk now because I'm recording. Hiya, this is Bad Mama and welcome to my new podcast series, Influencer, where I go in search of some of the world's most unconventional social media influencers. And just like Influenza, they've gone viral. Their videos reach millions of views all around the world. I want to know where it started and where it's going to end. I've got the most bog-standard recording equipment. It's unscripted. I've no idea how to edit. So no matter what they say, it's going to have to go in. I've got kids running around behind me, a dog snoring in front of me, but it's better than homeschooling. So sit back, relax, maybe grab yourself a drink and enjoy these no-filter interviews. Was that all right? All right, I'll press stop. I'm going to go and top my glass up first. So this morning I was meant to be talking to Marcus Mitchell. 10.45, no show. I've been texting him, I've been ringing him, I've checked online, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, you name it, I've been hunting him down like a bloodhound and I can't find him. I think he's still in bed if I'm honest. So I'm going to try again a little bit later. Well, 11 hours later, I finally tracked down Marcus Mitchell. I was almost on my way to drive to Cornwall. I weren't having it, but we got our interview And I have to say, he is just such a lovely guy, very apologetic. And I don't mind because he makes me laugh. His videos go viral. They hit millions across Facebook, Instagram, and he's just such a bless. He is the Kinder Bueno loving, American sweet collecting, Pringle eating, meme king. But there is a deeper, darker side of Marcus that I didn't actually realise until we'd had this interview I must commend him for being so honest, but also give you guys a trigger warning as well as we talk about some deep mental health issues. And my dog has decided to snore the whole way through this interview really loud. I must apologise. Right, let's do this. Right, I'm recording now and I'm Mm -hmm. recording on Zoom too. I'm recording all round. Okie (laughs) dokie. Mr Marcus Mitchell. Hello, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm good, thank you. You are a hard man to get hold of. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what 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 was the need to blow me out this morning and cancel on me? Well, I've not been feeling very good, but then I have been tired as well. So it's either a bit of not feeling good and a bit of tiredness. Mind you, I did sleep for a good four hours. <laughs> oh, you hung over. Oh no, you, no, I never no. drink. Never drink. You don't drink. You no, no, not at all. Not at all. Oh, that's actually really good. I'm quite surprised. Yeah. I thought the way you party online, I thought you was a, yeah. bit, of a bit of a boozer, but no, no, that's all natural, is it? Maybe on Christmas I'm on my J2Os, got the E numbers <laughs> going up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Listen, about it. I've seen all their E numbers because I've seen all these American sweets that you, you've been delivered recently. Oh, my God. I've got one here right now, you know. Is oh, it Calypso? God. Calypso, yeah. Calypso, it, yeah. Pineapple. Looks like a world of sugar. Oh, mate, it's bloody lush. <laughs> oh, wait, my Alexa's going that, off now. Is that Alexa? Yeah. Alexa, be quiet, hon. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Alexa, shut up. <laughs> Hold on. Ah, oh, there. There we go. <laughs> so, Marcus, you have a fantastic following, and I think it all stems from when I first saw you. Um mm-hmm. You were doing like a mock of Sam Smith's album release because he'd done this album release video, didn't he? And was like, hey, yeah. guys, it, I've it was got quite an cheesy. To make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you redone that and said, so I've got an announcement to make. I'm having Chinese for tea tomorrow night. 
<laughs> and that video went absolutely viral. Oh, it went mega. Didn't it? And then yeah. that's, I think everyone just fell in love with you. And ever since then, you've been um, kind of remaking memes, but with Putting you in them. spin. Putting your own spin on them, redoing the set, the costumes. Like, you go full out. You are the meme king. Yes. Do you accept <laughs> that crown? Oh, I love it. I accept it totally. <laughs> the meme, Or maybe the meme queen. I don't know. But... The queen. Meme queen, yeah. <laughs> She's the meme queen. <laughs> but, yeah, they're so funny. And if anyone gets a chance to see your memes, they just see so much... Um, oh, what would you call it? Wit. They're very witty, the way witty, you do yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I think one thing I've noticed about you, Marcus, is you are full of life, aren't you? And you don't really care what people think about no. you. You're out there, you're no. dancing. As soon as there's music on, you'll you'll start dancing in Bit the kitchen. Bit of high school musical. Oh yeah, I love always, it. <laughs> always on, always dancing in high school musical. Yeah. You're just a bundle of joy. Oh, I love that. So where did the inspiration come from for you to just think, right, that's it, I'm going to be on Instagram and I'm going to make everyone laugh and everyone smile? Um, so first of all, I like I always watch loads of like influencers on YouTube. Like I watched a lady called Antonella, um, quite a few like comedy stars. And I yeah. love comedy. Um, yeah. And I think where it started was obviously I'm autistic as well. Um, so I, Is that a public thing? Are you okay with me leaving yeah, that yeah. in? No, that's absolutely fine. Um, yeah. I am autistic, so I started blogging about my autism on Facebook because yeah. I got... I was like... Um, the college I was at when I was studying photography, they recommended me to start up a page where I start blogging about it, like yeah. my life experiences. And then since I started that, and I think it was 2015 or 16... Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've grown in confidence. And I think, just think, you know what, I could... People people were commenting saying, you're so, like, energetic, you're full of energy, you're confident. And I was like, I think that's what ha- kind of helped me. People see my journey, like, how I go through life living with autism, and then they're saying I'm confident in this, that and the other. I think it kind of, mm-hmm. kind of like, boosted, boosted my confidence. Yeah. So then I was like, yeah, I want to try and incorporate comedy and a bit of me. And yeah. that was where it all stemmed from, really. Just come out of my shower uh, a bit more. Because I know, I've seen that you've written a book, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And... Hidden Reality of Autism. Yeah. yeah. And it's quite an in-depth book, isn't it? I mean, it's... It's short, but it's <laughs> short but sweet. And it's to the point, and there's no yeah. frills, and you really do lay it out on the table. Yeah. I think I've always struggled with, like, my mental health. And obviously, growing up, my mum has always noticed that there's, like, something different about me. Um, mm. And she was being like fighting with the services involved, like the mental health team. Um, they down here in Cornwall, like the lack of services is not very great. Um, no. So it was like, is it pulling pillar to post? Mm. Is that the saying? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah and from pillar to post. Yeah, that's oh, that's right. Yeah, that's the <laughs> I'm one trying to be posh. Cut <laughs> <laughs> like the crap. <laughs> yeah, just be me. <laughs> You. They were dragging um, me round all over the shop. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, and uh, that was when... No, what was I saying? <laughs> I forgot what I was saying. Oh, for God's sake, Marcus. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. I was growing up... I was When I was growing up, my mum like, had to fight for She was trying to get help. answers, yeah, and, and see yeah. what was going on. 
yeah, and she noticed a difference with me, like my behavioural difficulties, my social interaction. I had speech and language and therapy disorder, therapy, speech and language yeah. therapy, because um, yeah. I wasn't, I was wasn't very advanced. I was at that age. I was quite, I want to back not not backwards as in like you know delayed, what I mean delayed quite delayed delayed yeah yeah um, I was quite delayed so it wasn't until about quite late actually in life when I was thirteen I got the help I needed finally mm. they took mm. it seriously um, yeah. when I got sectioned under the mental health you got sectioned yeah yeah. Uh, oh, Marcus, I'm really sorry to hear that it got that bad. Yeah. You know, it's... where... That's a shame because your mum probably mm. wanted help before that. Yeah, she like she's, she was always fighting for help. She even got deemed, like, a bad parent at one point. And wow. I think that was a time when they really need to listen now. And that... How that... Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And I think it took for, like I say, for me to get sectioned, for me to get the help that I needed. How old were you when you got sectioned? I was 13, 13 or 14, oh one of the two. Oh, my God. So young. Yeah, 300 miles away from home. <laughs> oh, my God. I was sectioned in East Sussex, but I live in Cornwall, so that's like six-hour drive. I mean... Please don't answer this if you don't want to answer this. No, that's fine. What is a 13-year-old going through in order to be sectioned so far away from home? Yeah, uh, like I was going through with my social inter- like my social social interaction and all. I kind of like, I'm not, how do I explain it? I was basically going through a spiral at home and home time, mm. home, I was falling out with my mum a lot. Um, we would have arguments and, and I think... It wasn't until around about school I had like this, like, it's hard to explain, but I had OCD. I've got OCD as well, a separate diagnosis. And I developed like an obsession with um, a guy that my sister was friends with. And it got to the point where it was like, I felt like it's attachment. And it was, it kind of took over my life. And I, I don't know what it was, it was, I don't know if it was like a, a crush or what, but it kind of got out of hand where I would be like stalkerish. And oh, really? Yeah. Well, it completely yeah. took over your life? Yeah, literally. My mind. Well, you, and You just yeah. kept thinking about him and. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, what if I could get closer to him? And I just think it's. I think it's weird. Well, for me, but at the same time, it was like. Yeah, it was... I, I didn't... Like, if I look back now, mm. it was like I was a totally different person and I could tell yeah. what I kind of lost kind of lost it a bit. Yeah. But you were so young and I think at 13, you're so impressionable, aren't you? And, you know, people mm. do it with celebrities. They look at a celebrity and say, oh, I want to... I could be their best friend or I really yeah. love them. I, I can see how a young boy would, would you know, think in those exactly, ways. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was hard, but, yeah, it's it's weird. I find it a bit weird, yeah. Yeah, so do you think you was in love with him? <laughs> could have been, yeah. Um, like I say, it could have been, like, a teenage crush that every teenager has. Um, yeah. But, yeah. 
Okay, so, I mean, obviously, for me, I I just see you as this guy that's so happy and so fun mm-hmm. and just makes everybody laugh, but that's a real struggle that you've been through in your life. And yeah. I don't think... I don't think people really know that unless they've read the book. They don't yeah. really know the deep. So the background. The background. And that makes yeah. me angry a little bit because and please again stop me if you don't want no, to talk no, about that's this. Absolutely but fine. No limits. You get, it's fine. Are you sure? No no filter interview. No filter. <laughs> right, Marcus, let's go. <laughs> Did, have you had a have you had a poo today? <laughs> oh, I've had a big one. <laughs> no I wasn't going to say that what I was going to say is it annoys me because Mm. I see you get badly trolled and you know you're quite you do own it because you will post some horrible things that people have said to you but I honestly Marcus I don't know how you do it because the things people say to you are absolutely disgusting Mm. I don't think in the history of me following anyone on Instagram I've seen anyone get as trolled as badly as you yeah and i don't know why they do it they don't Mm. know you they don't know anything about you Mm. and i think maybe it's a little bit of jealousy they see someone that you know being themselves being themselves being happy being in their own environment but yeah i mean deep down you you laugh it off but are you laughing marcus like does it get to you yeah i mean when you put yourself out there and you put your like full life like how you how you act like you're when you got like a I don't give a shit attitude. Yeah. Um I think like because there's no boundaries with me, I say it not say it how it well, kind of, but mm. I feel like like I say, people I don't know if I sound big headed here, but people may get jealous of it, I don't know. But Of course they do. I mean I just They must do. Why else yeah. would they there is no valuable reason to mm. troll someone the way no. I see you get trolled. Like, it yeah. makes no sense why anyone would take that time out of their day to say the things they do to you with no knowledge mm-hmm. of what you've been through in your life already. I mean, someone could easily, like you, be tipped yeah. straight over the edge, you know, yeah. back into, you know, the OCD, the rituals yeah. and, and things like that. I think it's, for me, it's like, in my personal journey i think it's like mind is it mind over matter yeah i think it's where i've like i've been doing this for about four or five years now all, all of this mm. and mm. only since now it's like hit off the past couple of years two years where it's hit off and since yeah. i've been getting all this trolling i feel like i tell myself if i've been through a lot of shit in my life then i can get through anything yeah i think it's the case of telling myself that and thinking if someone's going to say some nasty words about me then I can get through anything if I've been, like I say, if I've been through a lot of shit in life. And yeah, it's, you're a yeah. warrior. You're hardened to it. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. I sometimes wonder if, you know, when you're not joking around, if you do go and just sit and think, oh, that was really mean, or I'm glad it doesn't get to yeah. you. I mean, you could say I put on a front and be like, like laugh it off or, you yeah. know. But there, there is times where I kind of sit, sit down and I'm like, that was a bit mean what they said. And I have my little moment and be like, not cry, but have my little moment. um, And then I'm like, right, I just got to, I have to get out of this and be like, you know, I just have to like physically force myself to get out of that and Mm -hmm. just be like, right, 
I need to get back on with my day. And yeah, it just I it do works. It. Mm. I really couldn't do it. Someone would say that I'm wearing shit clothes and I'd have a meltdown. <laughs> yeah. I th- I'm very sensitive, though. I do mm. not like trolls at all. And I'm no. one of them ones that block. Do you block? What I do block. you do when you get your... I do you block. reply them? I might have my little say. <laughs> I knew I it. I knew it. I knew you'd give your little <laughs> bitchy comment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'd block. Or sometimes I've even posted like really nasty ones. Like I'd like out them and put them on my story and be like, Good. expose them. Because I think they need Good. that. Like yeah. it might teach them a lesson to, you know, yeah. not say anything bad to anyone yeah. else. It might make them think. think. And the worst thing is, though, is sometimes people make up accounts and they troll from. Yeah, accounts separate. that are anonymous and that's yeah. really scary because you never get to the bottom of it no i feel like something needs to be done about that i feel like you could only you should only uh, be allowed to set up one account yeah. but i don't know how they would go about it because people use separate emails don't they yeah they do and that's yeah mm. like i say i've set up uh like you know going back to when i had my ocd and yeah um i i wasn't trolling or anything like that but i when I had this like obsessed, obsessive behaviour, I made up fake accounts and I would, like do it as a way to try and get in touch with that guy. Oh, really? um, I wouldn't troll. I wouldn't be nasty. It was because I was like desperate to get their attention, oh, and it wasn't. Okay. It'll be like, yeah, it's hard to explain. Like pretend to be someone and would be like try and get their attention. Like I wouldn't be nasty or no like, trolling. I'm h- highly against trolling and. I would never dream of being nasty to anyone in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, that's, I just thought I'd add that because, you know, because with doing, like, a fake account. But I'd never sit there and do a fake account now and be typing, oh, you're a bitch, no. you're this. But you've but, got to remember, you were ill back then. And for you to yeah. say, you know, live on this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, I used to have OCD and I really mm-hmm. wanted to connect with someone that I was a little bit obsessed with. I used yeah. to make fake accounts. Like, that's mm-hmm. really quite honest of you to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Because see, you, you know, people don't, don't, would never really admit, admit you know, make a, like, admit making a few fake accounts. But yeah. I think but that's then, really honest then of again, you. I think we all have. Like, we oh come on! Stalk. Everybody's done it. Everybody exactly. stalks. Everybody like, stalks. Stalk an ex, or stalk uh, an old friend, or yeah, We've or someone that it. you think is really, really skinny and beautiful. Yeah. And you want to look at them <laughs> to see why you're not skinny and beautiful. <laughs> I do that all the time. I, I always well. see. Sometimes I just have to look at someone because I can't mm. believe how perfect their life mm-hmm. is, and it does become obsessive, Marcus. Yeah. it's but not I because look... you want to. Sorry, carry on. No, carry on. It's fine. No, I was just going to say exactly that. I used to just look at this. Yeah, there's about four women in my life that I'm obsessed mm. with on Instagram. They are tall, skinny. They've got wonderful clothes, beautiful families, mm-hmm. and I don't even know these people. <laughs> and I, I just look at them all mm. the time. You're just envious, and, envious of their life. But like I say, you wouldn't make a fake account to troll. It would just be like, like if if you fell out with someone, and also like if you fell out with someone, you just want to see what they're carrying on doing. It's like anonymous, isn't it? Anonymous, yeah, it's like you, being and that's the problem with trolling, though. When and mm. and being able to make these fake mm-hmm. accounts is you suddenly become unaccountable for mm. anything you do. Yeah, it's like they get away with it, isn't it? Oh yeah, they get yeah. away with everything. That's I've when something needs to be trolled. done. Yeah, yeah, 
That's where and they should these... be able to trace, but it's so hard to trace hard, back. Yeah. So, Marcus, mm. tell me, what have you been doing during this lockdown? During this lockdown, eat, sleep, repeat. Repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, not a lot, really. Been piling on the weight. Um, oh, ain't we all? Can you hear the rappers? <laughs> Eating my sweets and I getting fatter. <laughs> what would you normally be doing? Um, well, yeah, that's a good point, actually, because if it wasn't lockdown, I'd still be doing the same. <laughs> I'd still be doing the same. But I think it's because with lockdown, you're told to stay in. I think it's it's like like, like if you if someone told me to stay in, I'd want to go out. But if it mm. was normal and some and I wasn't told to stay in, I'd want to stay in. But I think it's because yeah. the people are telling you to stay in that you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, because you're in Cornwall, aren't you? Yeah, Cornwall, yeah. You're in, like, one of the most beautiful places <laughs> in the country. Yeah. And, oh, if I was you, I'd be walking along the beach and, you know, going to yeah. see all these beautiful little houses up the coast and that. Definitely. I mean, we are quite blessed in Cornwall with, like, the good, the good, the good scenery, but the weather, oh, we call it typical Cornish weather because it just... I mean, even in the summer, we get a lot of rain. It's just, it's Do you? yeah, it's mm. it's good scenery, but the weather can be unpredictable. Yeah. Mm. But what are your plans? And so, as soon as lockdown lifts in mm-hmm. March, hopefully. Yeah. What's the What's the plan, Marcus? The plan is uh, obviously I want to do a bit of acting. You going into acting? Yeah, I'd love to do a bit of acting. Um, I oh, want to be an actor, so basically. I want to be an actor Yay. in Hollyoaks. Love Hollyoaks. Oh, I can so see you in Hollyoaks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, no, what was it? I'll be like, if I was ever like in the soap, like EastEnders or something, I'd probably be like, oh no, I'd probably be like Heather Trot's son, George. <gasps> I'd like come back from come back and be like, where's my mum? Yeah. Oh my god. I look like he needs to come. <laughs> but he needs a return. Somebody yeah, needs to do that. Because she was killed off way too soon, so yeah. you know, there's no way of her coming back. But no. George Trot needs to come back. Yeah, mate. he does. We that need to be... have a word with the producers. We do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could so see it. <laughs> you can't, you can't unsee it now, can you? No, no. I'm just going to start the rumour, to be fair. Yeah, do... oh, go on, start Should the Should we just rumor. start it? Yeah, what, oh, my God, I can't believe Marcus. Yeah, what not yeah, let's do it. Oh, the room. Yeah, there was a rumour that <laughs> yeah. she died. Yeah, it was like a hoax, wasn't it? It was a hoax, yeah. And then she actually imagine tweeted that. saying, I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine having to t- tweet that you're still alive and well. Oh, don't. Oh <laughs> you think you know, your trolling's worse. You haven't had to tweet. <laughs> to be honest, it made to... me want to carry on and let them believe it to have a peaceful life. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so the dream is Hollyoaks. Yeah, Hollyoaks. Make it big, Hollyoaks. Not obviously not Hollywood. Not Hollywood just yet. Well, you, why not? You never know. <laughs> never know. <laughs> but yeah. well, look. If your videos keep going viral the way they are, yeah, someone's gonna spot you somewhere, aren't they? Do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Marcus, I really like you, and you really make me chuckle, and I think you're a great oh, bloke. I love that, big... honestly. Big things so to come are you, for you as well, and you. I'm a great bloke, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> no, you're a great lady. You're a great woman. <laughs> I'm a great woman. Thank you very mm. much. 
Yeah. I'm not used to all this attention on me. I'm like, I like to be talking about other people as well. Like, I don't want it to be all me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's got to be all yeah, you because everyone's yeah. fed up with me. <laughs> and what about mum? Tell me about mum. What's she mom, doing? Mum, she's downstairs on the sofa, drinking her vodka, watching telly. You probably hear her shouting and they'd be like, Oi, Marcus, what was that? <laughs> I love it. I love it when she shouts at you. It's my favourite. Yeah. You probably hear all these weird noises around me. It's oh, the that's dog right. walking oh, around, dogs. by the way. Got two Jack Russells. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen them in your in your. No, post. you probably see more of my cats. It's like Animal Farm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, the, the, the actual cartoon, not the porno? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, no. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh God. you've gone. Where have you gone? I've died of embarrassment. There I'm joking. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> it said low battery, 5% remaining. <laughs> That's yeah. all right. We've done Ideal. it. How cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, finally, because you are a hard man to get hold of, and I feel very honoured uh, that you've had this conversation with me It's today. a pleasure to be on here. I feel Every- honoured to even be on here because... Like I say, I love. I never really do podcasts, and especially to be asked by someone like Talia Dean, I think that's perf- like a great opportunity. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, but I need to come to Cornwall because I need a night out. What's the night? Oh my god! Like? Um, it's okay, but you just got to find the right place. Um, Any gay bars? I think there's a few, but there's nothing exciting. Like, go is you're in London, aren't you? Yeah, yeah London is like like massive isn't it for nightlife yeah. and gay bars i'd love to go to one one day well, yeah no you need to come yeah, up. yeah definitely you need to come up mm. come up i'll take you mm-hmm. out i'll take you around the oh be my idea of yeah we'll have a good night twerk twerk it out because i remember when i messaged you ages ago and i said to you oh come on let's let's go out let's go to a gay mm. bar and you said oh i've never been to a gay yeah, bar. yeah i've never been i swear to god my jaw hit the floor when you said that <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lived, Mark. No, I haven't. I haven't. You can tell, <laughs> can't you? <laughs> oh, God. Bless you. Yeah. Well, I know you're a busy man with your script writing and all that, so I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for being so honest today. I really didn't expect you to be that honest. You literally just wore your heart on your sleeve. My pleasure. So thank you. Loved every minute and, of uh, it. Oh, thank you. And I think everyone should just look out for this book. Yeah, you can... And look out for... Marcus on Honeyoaks. <laughs> <laughs> or George Trott. <laughs> if you ever see him come about, it'll be me. <laughs> we, we're going to have to get onto the producers. We I'm are. send him a tweet in a <gasps> Do it. So how can we get your book? Uh, my book is available on Amazon. So just type in, uh, type in Marcus Mitchell <laughs> or The Hidden Reality <laughs> of Autism and uh, you'll find it. <laughs> Marcus Mitchell, the secret son of Phil Mitchell and Heather Trot. <laughs> right, I'm not going to live this live this down now, am I? It's George Trot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't no, stop no, laughing that's... now. <laughs> right, Marcus, mm. take care. Love you loads. And Let's you. Do this again. Love you too. Speak to you later. Bye. 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 Shall I stop?